Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Dr. Jeff Rutledge. He's the co-founder of what's called HealthTap. The website is healthtap.com. Dr. Rutledge, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Richard. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. yeah so tell me about HealthTap. What's the uh, premise of the company? Well, I'm delighted to say that uh, HealthTap has uh, tackled the problems associated with um, healthcare in this country and around the world, frankly. We started this company a little more than eight years ago with the vision that uh, healthcare inevitably should be delivered in a more efficient way through mobile devices. You know, the unique convergence of the time of the internet along with the capabilities of mobile devices and the cultural changes associated with social media meant that uh, people were more and more turning to their mobile devices for the things they needed to do in their lives. And we set about creating a platform to make it possible for people to gain access to healthcare and guidance the right kind of care directly from the mobile devices. And here we are eight years later. I'm delighted to say we've actually got some demonstrations now in the marketplace with measurement of the impact that shows that a platform that guides people to answers to their health concerns and gives them trusted answers from doctors that can direct them to care when they need it so they can get the right care at the right time and also at the right cost. And as I say, we've uh, had some recent um, measurements of that impact and I'm really delighted to see the progress we've made so far. All right, so specifically, what are the aspects of, uh, of HealthTap that are making changes to healthcare in a positive way? Well, we built a platform that helps people at, at whatever level they need. So it starts with the ability to ask a question. And HealthTap, we've invited doctors to join us and actually give answers to people's questions. And we've been doing this now. We've amassed that, what is the world's largest library of content authored by doctors. These are mostly US licensed doctors a few doctors from other countries, but in all cases, doctors who are licensed to practice medicine have answered these questions. And so now on HealthTap, you can ask a question about your health concern and immediately get an answer that's already there in the library. If you want to ask it a different way or there's a different twist to your question, you can submit the question. What we do is we send it to the right doctors in the network, and you get an answer from a real doctor, multiple answers in many occasions, uh, for free. It takes a few hours, of course, to get an answer to a new question, but that service is still there and it's just the entry point to the platform because people need to understand the importance and the relevance of their symptoms and get guidance from doctors, guidance that they can trust that helps them understand if they actually need to get care. And if they do need to get care, you know, what kind of care? Can they see their GP tomorrow? Do they need to go to the emergency room right now? Would it be better for them to actually schedule an appointment with a specialist in a week or two? And so the initial guidance uh, directs people to the right level of care. And then the platform actually lets you do that next level. So you can select the doctor through the directory. You can uh, actually push the button and talk to a doctor right now because we have doctors on call 24-7 in every state. Nearly every state, a couple won't let us do this. And so you can actually have a doctor on your phone talking to you about your medical problem within uh, about a minute. Uh, Or you can find a doctor who's available virtually and make a virtual appointment. Or you can find the right doctor for you who may not have access or may not have a virtual office set up, but you can gain access to their uh, contact information, call their office, and uh, make an appointment that way. 
when you do see a doctor virtually, whether it's immediately or on a scheduled visit, the doctor is able to interact with you through a high-definition uh, video channel. Or if you prefer and you set it up, you can do it just by chat. But after the interaction, the doctor can write a prescription, they can order a lab test, and they can also order a set of or, or give you a recommended set of actions to follow. And then you'll get reminders from your doctor delivered through HealthTap at the intervals and with the frequency that the doctor set up to remind you and encourage you to actually follow through with what the doctor's recommending you should do. So it, it really goes from the, the concern to the treatment and the, uh, the outcome, all available. This, of course, is on a platform that guides people to an understanding of their own healthcare. And because everything you do on HealthTap is recorded in your own personal and confidential personal health record, when you see the next doctor virtually, that doctor can review the history of what's happening with you to give you better care because they can see all of your health concerns and your previous health uh, visits in your own personal health record that you manage when you sign up on HealthTap. Yeah, it's a heck of a lot better than what goes on now. You know, trying to see a specialist, it takes weeks. Uh, getting your medical records over to them, I mean, it's a huge pain. Uh, it, it's absolutely a problem in healthcare that the records and the information is so disparate that often doctors don't have access to the information they need to make the right uh, immediate uh, diagnosis or the immediate uh, evaluation. Often tests are repeated because the previous results uh, are not available to the doctor. And again, when you use HealthApp to see uh, the next uh, physician you are, uh, giving them all of the information in one place that lets them uh, carry through. One of the exciting things we've done, we make this platform available in a variety of ways, and you can go to healthtap.com and uh, sign up for a, become a HealthTap Prime member and uh, see the doctor yourself just one-on-one. -on -one. Um, but if an employer signs up on the platform, then all the employees have access to the service uh, through their employer. So, for example, um, Flex, we have a large uh, manufacturing company, uh, employer, they have more than 200,000 employees around the world, they've enabled this platform their employees. And what we've seen is that the employees are so delighted with it. The NPS score for the use of the app is like 50, which is pretty remarkable in the healthcare setting. But more significant, the reason they're happy with it is that it's guiding them and giving them help and managing their health concerns. And when we measure what happened in the first year after we installed or made this available, that for the employees who use the platform, who signed up to use it, we had incredible engagement, like many times what any other companies in telemedicine has achieved. But more important, in the first year after using the platform, the medical claims cost went down by almost 20%. It's really quite remarkable to see that guiding people to accessing the right care prevented them from accessing unneeded and expensive care that wasn't helpful. And the overall claims cost went down by an astonishing amount for an application that simply guides people to an understanding of the care and gives them that first level of care through the virtual channel. So we're pretty pleased to see the impact that the platform has. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So what states is this available in? What's the criteria for you being able to use the platform? Like what's the cost? Maybe? There's only a couple of states that to, by law make it uh, very difficult for a doctor that hasn't actually met a patient to do an initial encounter virtually. Um, and there's only two states that, where it's not allowed. So we are basically available in almost every state in the country. And as I say, you can sign up on uh, just at healthapp.com and uh, gain access to the doctor that way. We're developing relationships with our... Yeah, what states is it not available in right now? Um, I, uh, sorry, I don't have... I think it's Alaska and Oklahoma. Um, but okay. uh, I, I'd have to, I have to get back to you to confirm that. The, um, you said the people thing... shouldn't speak to doctors 
right then and there, you know, they're on call 24 hours, but for a specialist, would you have to make an appointment or are there even specialists on, online? Well, one of the interesting things, of course, is which is the right specialist for you. One of the hazards in causing the waste in healthcare is that uh, people think because they have a problem in one area, they're having um, a chest pain, for example, they think they should see a cardiologist, but it turns out to be a gastrointestinal problem. Or frankly, vice versa, you're having heartburn, you want to go to the GI doctor, but it turns out you're having a heart problem. So one of the great things about this is the first step of speaking to a primary care doctor can tease this out and, uh, and get you in the direction of going to the right doctor. Uh, and of course, uh, some specialists are offering care, but usually uh, the uh, virtual platform is more helpful for follow-up care after an initial visit in the office. So one of the things we do on the platform is guide you to find the right specialist. And then for the specialists that are offering virtual care and where it's appropriate, then follow visits may be done virtually on the platform. We do enable the platform for individual doctors and also for groups of doctors to use uh, to enable and expand the practice from the uh, physical only to include uh, the ability to give virtual visits. So it's not an either or. Some people think of telemedicine versus in-person medicine. It's more a matter of a doctor takes care of their patients, and sometimes their patients need to see them in the office, and sometimes they can be seen through virtual follow-up. And frankly, if the visit can be done virtually, I think most of us would recognize that we'd much rather do it virtually and avoid all of the time and cost and inconvenience of travel to and managing the visit in person, unless it's needed. Well, have you seen that people that are doing visits virtually, um, are they able to see their doctor more often or for more time, or is it pretty much the exact same as a in-office visit where, you know, it's limited to 15 minutes to get to move on, that kind of stuff. Well, of course, uh, you will find this varies enormously from doctor to doctor since doctors are able to set up the kind of practice that they want. One of the wonderful things about the virtual visit is that it strips away all of the other inefficiencies and unnecessary time spent, which means that the doctor has time to focus on the patient. And of course, the doctor spends the time that they, they think is appropriate and needed for an individual visit. But it leads to a really interesting uh, point, and one of the things that we are really delighted to be moving forward with on the platform is this idea that when you organize care on the platform, it's possible to take over some of the tasks that the doctor would normally have to do and free the doctor up to spend more time working one-on-one with you as a patient, doing the things that only a doctor can do. This is one of the exciting uh, avenues that uh, we've already taken uh, strong steps uh, toward achieving and are continuing to invest to make this better and better. And this is the use of artificial intelligence technology to guide the access to the doctor visit. Had you heard about the uh, doctor AI feature, Richard? No, I haven't. Yeah, tell me about uh, you know what, what level of AI and how is it being used? Sure. Uh, one of the things uh, I mentioned is that people start with a health concern and they can ask a question and get an answer. Oftentimes, of course, people have more than a topic or a question about a health problem. They're actually experiencing a set of symptoms, and they're wondering, what could it be, and do I need to see the doctor to sort this out? So we built Dr. AI as a, uh, an engine that allows you, that interacts with you, and actually does a medical interview. So when you come to Dr. AI, you tell it what's bothering you. You name the symptoms that are troubling you. And then Dr. AI looks at those symptoms and starts asking you questions just the way a doctor would in the first encounter. So all of the questions the doctor wants to know the answers to can be asked by Dr. AI before you ever see the doctor. And based on the kinds of conditions that could explain your symptoms, Dr. AI asks the other symptoms that might be associated with any of the causes of the symptoms that you're having. 
And that puts that together into a package. So now when you see the doctor, the doctor has in front of him a note that's already written for him or her that includes not only what the chief complaint was and the other symptoms that you're having, but also the symptoms the doctor was able to find through the questioning. And even more important, all the things the doctor asked that you don't have. Medicine often called a review of systems or a set of pertinent negative things. The doctor really should ask a series of questions to get at what the less common causes of your problem might be. And frankly, in a time-pressured world where common things are common, doctors don't always have the time to ask all of the questions around the less common causes. But when you're interacting with Dr. A, I can take the time with you to pursue many of the kinds of questions or symptoms that you might have if you had a less common cause to your um, problem. And so the doctor gets at the outset of the doctor office visit, a complete listing of all of the relevant symptoms that you're having and all the questions that were asked and you didn't have the answer to. So the quick glance the doctor can review and then what would normally take 10 or 15 minutes of uh, interview time with the doctor is already done before you start the visit. What that means is the doctor can more quickly interact with the user and with the person and give better care by spending the time focusing on the things that are only a doctor can figure out uh, interacting directly with the patient through this virtual platform. So does, the, uh, does the doctor get a report from the AI of what it went through? Exactly. What happens the patient is cold? The, um, when you see the patient, when the doctor sees, if you as a patient go on the platform and answer the questions, well, first of all, we'll give you an indication of what the possible explanations are. That may motivate you to actually go see the doctor because there's some things on that list that uh, you need to make sure uh, if you have them. What we do is we, we send the doctor at the beginning of the visit. The doctor gets in their documentation system the note that the doctor needs to write already includes the answers to all of the questions. The doctor gets uh, actually saves additional time because they don't have to retype all of the symptoms that you have and all the symptoms that you said you don't have. Those are all in the note in front of the doctor for the doctor to read and then talk with you and uh, add, it, add additional features and figure out what to do. So it saves the, this gets at this point of saving time and making the time that you spend with your doctor more efficient because you can focus on the things that are unique to you and it really requires the doctor's expertise to uh, untangle. There's one additional feature which is kind of exciting also, which is that in addition to writing the note for the doctor and saving the doctor time because the information about you is already uh, enumerated for the doctor, the doctor also gets a decision support aid, which is to say Dr. AI shows the doctor the list of possible explanations for all of the patient's symptoms. And this is intended to be a memory aid an effort and ability of the doctor to glance through a list to make sure that they've thought of all of the various causes for the condition of the syndrome that they're seeing. And this is intended as a way of making sure that doctors are reminded to think about some of the things that may be less often uh, present. And this is a, a powerful way to help doctors not miss things on the occasion that there's an unusual explanation for the patient's problems. Very excited about that as a means of uh, supporting and improving the process of care. Yeah, definitely. So what's, uh, the, the, do you take insurance on the platform? Is there cash pay or you know, how does it compare with uh, costs to go in to see a doctor? Sure, well this entirely depends on um, you and uh, what kind of insurance or coverage you have. If you're an employee of an employer who's using this service, it's fairly inexpensive to the employer and the employee pays nothing. So there's no, there's no paywall or barrier for a member of a uh, covered employer. 
um, if you are if you have no health insurance and you're looking for a way to get care that you can s sign up for a monthly subscription and have unlimited access to doctors on health tab you can do as many primary care visits as you need i believe the current price is 99 dollars uh, per month for that service and you can also um, sign up and get a, an individual consult. And the individual consults are usually around $49 each. If the doctor is, uh, that's for the HealthTap Prime service where you're talking to, a, uh, it's like a digital urgent care clinic. There's always someone available. They're a primary care doctor and you can see them anytime you push the button on your mobile device or on the web, of course. Other doctors uh, use the platform. You were talking about specialists before. So specialists can uh, enable a virtual office practice but in that setting, the specialist is um, setting their own prices for the visit. And they can do a 15 or a 30 minute visit and have a different price for each. And some of the doctors will choose not to charge anything on the platform and then bill the insurance through their office, just the way they normally would if you saw them in their office. Other doctors set the price directly. You can enter your insurance company information. And if, you're, if you've already paid your deductible and uh, virtual care is covered under your insurance plan, then the amount that is covered is deducted from the fee the doctor's charged. But you would, you would pay the balance uh, for the visit just as you would when you went to a doctor's office and had to pay the copay, for example. So it's flexible and it's per doctor on how they want to charge. Yeah, I, we, we've built a platform intended to deliver care. We didn't build it around um, focusing on the payment mechanisms and focusing on insurance companies. We built the platform around how to deliver the best possible care, and then people access that platform using whatever system enables them to get to it. We're also working with insurance companies, um, both here and abroad, uh, to enable the platform for their um, covered uh, lives. So, for example, in uh, South Africa, the largest uh, private insurance company there called Discovery has enabled the platform for all of the doctors in South Africa. We have a relationship with uh, Bupa, which is a very large international health insurance and healthcare provider company. They're actually in more than 130 countries, and uh, they've enabled uh, HealthTap as the digital health platform for all of their market units uh, around the world. And we're busy installing that uh, as we speak. So we've had some real progress in terms of um, entities in different countries and different systems, both here and abroad, identifying and understanding that this platform is just a better way to deliver healthcare. What, um, you know, every time I've been to the doctor, they always want to do your blood pressure and your height and weight and all that stuff and your pulse. How is that recreated on the platform or are the doctors you have, do they not need that or do they, will they say to you, hey, I need that before I can talk to you? You know, because that seems like such a common thing. I don't know if it's done just as, I don't know, you know, I guess the vitals are important, but they don't seem to be important every time you come in just for the heck of them. Well, it's an interesting question that you ask. It really gets at uh, when and where and how often is the physical examination, including the assessment of vital signs, uh, an essential part of a visit. And most docs in practice will uh, say that between 30 and 50% of office visits, the physical exam isn't even needed, frankly, and those visits could have equally been done uh, virtually. Uh, for uh, There's also a distinction between uh, the first time you're evaluating a new patient that you don't know and doing a follow-up visit after an initial evaluation. So for example, uh, doing ongoing care for an ongoing problem usually does require at some point a face-to-face -face, uh, visit to be uh, done. And during that time, of course, vital signs and physical examination can be done. And then follow-up and ongoing care becomes enabled by that. And so we see many doctors who uh, do the visits in between the office visits 
done virtually. When you have a brand new problem and you're talking to a doctor about what could this be, the doctor assesses whether or not a physical exam, including measurement of vital signs, is needed for your care. And if they do, they refer you for that care, which might be to the urgent care appointment clinic, or it might be to a doctor's office uh, the same or the next day. It's surprising how often, as a doctor talking to someone online, you can uh, get enough diagnostic information to be confident in what's going on, at least to initiate uh, care with follow-up done if needed in person. Um, the other thing, of course, is that uh, you can ask your patient to uh, take their own temperature with a thermometer at home. Many people do have home blood pressure meters and can report how they're doing. Diabetic patients measure their blood sugar with a finger stick blood sugar machine at home very commonly. We now have inexpensive pulse oximeters, so people can, for a very low price, have a measurement of their oxygen saturation level, which is particularly helpful for some people with chronic conditions like heart failure or sending someone home with pneumonia. Having an oxygen saturation from home read by your patient is actually a, a possible to do now. So it's, it's surprising yeah, how so much I'm can say be done. If you can, right. If you can do these vitals at home um, or maybe somehow through the phone, you know, part of them, I don't know. Uh, that would be really be a huge help because they always seem to want to take them. Like I said, it's boilerplate. You know, every doctor I've been to takes them no matter what. It seems like and that so, that is uh, a routine thing. It is absolutely done on a routine basis. And if you're there and you can, you should. And I I encourage uh, you to let the nurse take your blood pressure when you visit the doctor. On the other hand, the percentage of times that with an acute spell, that information is essential to make an appropriate diagnosis to exclude the more serious conditions and to figure out a plan of action. It turns out that uh, much of the time, the appropriate plan of action is doesn't require that. Remember, the appropriate plan of action might be, gee, you need to go to the emergency room right now. So whether or not your blood pressure is high or low will be sorted out when you get there. And for a less serious problem, the uh, vital signs can wait for the next visit to uh, the doctor's office. Yeah, I just didn't know if that got in the way of you doing the virtual visits, but it sounds like it doesn't for uh, you know at least a good amount of the time. Indeed. What has really been quite surprising to me, I can tell you after practicing medicine for 30 years, as we got started with uh, virtual care, I really did think that the virtual window into a patient uh, would get in the way, would be less intense would somehow put some distance between the patient and the doctor. And I must admit, I've been delightfully surprised to discover that when you have a high-definition video link with your patient and you don't have anything else, there's actually fewer distractions and you're so hyper-focused on your patient that it feels more personal, more intimate, more connected sometimes than it does in the real world. It's a little bit uh, counterintuitive, uh, but it's what I've experienced. And I think Many doctors who spend their time doing virtual care come to realize how much more is possible to do through a virtual connection than uh, would seem obvious at first uh, glance. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, very good. Um, what's in store for the platform and the user base over the next six months or a year? What's, co what's coming that's new? Well, as I say, we've been building this platform and, uh, methodically and carefully over the last eight years and have got it to the point now where it is, if you will, ready for prime time. So we, as a company, are gearing up and, uh, and deploying the platform in more and more environments. I mentioned uh, the employers. We, we are seeing great interest on the part of employers who are discovering that there's a possible pretty straightforward way to uh, reduce their healthcare claims costs. So it's, uh, it's actively reaching out to uh, large employers to enable the platform. 
Similarly, insurance companies are seeing the great value of enabling the platform for their covered lives for their members. So many insurance companies are coming to us and saying, how do we enable this platform for use in our uh, uh, markets? This is particularly of value and of interest where the insurance company is at risk with a healthcare provider for the care of a group of patients where this platform enables improved, more efficient care that actually consumes fewer healthcare costs to achieve what we expect to be shown as better outcomes. Those are the, those are the main areas. The, the final areas of interest is large healthcare systems. Healthcare providers, particularly on the leading edge, are interested in incorporating the platform and what they're doing between inpatient and outpatient care. The challenge there are the interesting uh, issues of moving forward with the healthcare providers, of course, is that uh, a tighter level of integration with existing systems is required for those solutions to be effective. So it simply takes longer to do those integrations. You may know that hospitals are on a traditionally been on a very long timeline for implementing electronic healthcare systems into their environments and uh, adding virtual care through our platform does require a little bit more integration work than, uh, for example, turning it on for an employer. We're able to turn on within a couple of weeks for a new employer uh, access to the platform for all of our employees, but more integration work is required in other, in other settings. So are you able to say how many users are on the platform right now and uh, where it's headed? Sure. We, we As I say, we got started in it with a direct-to-consumer service, and I'm delighted to say that many hundreds of millions of people have accessed the health app service by coming to us through the uh, through the web. Um, we have uh, we haven't announced the uh, the numbers associated with the number of covered lives, but as I say, we're dramatically expanding our uh, access that way. Uh, I mentioned Bupa. Bupa has a total of 30 million covered lives, and as I say, we're in the process of deploying the platform across each of the market units uh, for Bupa. And I'm sorry, I don't know the numbers for uh, Discovery in uh, South Africa, but the combination yeah, no of different levels of use and uh, across the world. Yeah, the numbers that are kind of uh, stunning that are possible to do through the platform. Because we enable this platform, you can access around the world. You can access uh, the answers from a doctor from any country. I think more than 200 countries have so far uh, accessed or sent questions and received answers from doctors on our platform. We actually counted the number of times we've served up doctor answers to people around the world, and it's more than 6 billion times so far. So then when a doctor answers a question on health tab, they know it's going into a library that is continuing to help people who ask similar questions in the future. It's one of the motivating factors for the doctors to participate with us. And I'm very pleased to say we have in total more than 140,000 doctors now who are signed up on the platform and able to answer questions that people ask. And as I say, those, those questions are asked for free and the doctors are answering them for free. So I guess that's one of the secrets to uh, the success of access of uh, trusted health information from doctors to people around the world. Well, very good. So what's the call to action? They can go to what Android or iOS to download the HealthTap app? Or how should yeah, they the uh, very, follow up or get involved? From the very beginning, we have enabled access through uh, all platforms. So whether it's iOS on the phone or on the iPad or Android on the phone, smartphone platform or on uh, tablets, or on the web, and we support the major uh, browsers. So you can access it anyway. You simply go to healthtap.com. It is free to ask a question. It's free to use a doc, do a doctor AI consultation and get answers to what could be the possible causes to all of your symptoms. And it's free to have a personal health record that records uh, for you all of the information about your health. 
And then the other services, of course, if you want to see one-to-one, if you want to push the button and actually have a consultation with the doctor right now, there does need to be a payment if you're not a member of a uh, an employer that sponsors the uh, platform for you, then there's a fee that you can pay. You can pay directly with a credit card uh, or PayPal online. All right. Well, very good. Well, Dr. Rutledge, thanks for coming on. And I'm going to uh, just download it, help tap. I'm going to try it out. And I uh, appreciate you coming on the podcast. I encourage you to, to do give it a try, Richard, and feel free to send me a yeah. question or a, a note or comments after you've, uh, uh, after you've experienced what it's like to interact with the doctor virtually on help tap. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Yeah, I will. Thank you very much. Okay, wonderful. Thank you, Richard. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.